Welcome to Unlock Your Wellbeing, the podcast that teaches you the simple keys to health and happiness so that you can grow as a human being into a well-being. And now here's your host, author, certified wellness coach, mother, and wife, Alicia Leadham. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Unlock Your Wellbeing. I'm your host, Alicia. And today we're going to be talking about one of the keys from my framework, the six gold keys to well-being. The first key, the key that everyone talks about that is so very important, which is the key of sleep. And we're bringing on a really uh, exciting person who is actually a dream life coach. And she's going to help us uncover uh, the power of your dreams and how the, your dreams are going to help you create a greater sense of well, of awareness to finding answers to your unsolved problems. And if you guys have been tuning into our show for a while, you know about the importance of sleep to living your best life. But what's really beautiful and powerful that we're going to be able to dive to even deeper with today is how not only having really great sleep will set you up for the next day, but having really great sleep can actually deepen your self-awareness and help you to go deeper into your subconscious that will help you tap into the creative solutions that you're seeking in your life. So with that, I want to introduce our guest here today. Her name is Debbie Spector-Wiseman. She's a certified dream life coach, and she can help you understand your innermost thoughts through unlocking the meaning of your daytime and nighttime dreams. These insights bring growth, a better understanding of self, powerful guidance for the future, and renewed passion for life. She is committed to helping you find your voice through individual dream consultations in her dream life coaching services and in her best-selling books. Her acclaimed podcast called Dream Power Radio and TV show, The Dream Power Show, have reached thousands, where she interviews experts on empowerment and also instructs on how to understand and use dreams for greater self-awareness and finding hidden answers to unsolved problems. Debbie, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you very much. So glad to be here. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. I'm super excited to dive into your story and your background because I know you have a really interesting um, uh, story of a dream that woke you up to the work that you're doing. So if you could just tell us more about how you got to this work, what this dream was, and more about you. Sure. Well, I actually came into dream work a little late in life. Uh well, into my 50s. Uh, I had been going the previous 10 years before that, I've been going through a search to answer that question, you know, what am I really here for? What is my purpose? And am I living my purpose? And so I went through all kinds of modalities to try to learn things to try to better understand myself. And I got in, involved and interested in dreams, actually through a movie that my husband and I were involved with, because my other life, uh, we have a video and film post-production company and we do a lot of movie work. And uh, we were working on a movie and one of the people who was in the movie, although I didn't know it at the time, was a dream expert. And I got to meet her after the movie was done and she invited me to join her dream circles. And if you don't know what they are, dream circles are uh, where a group of people gather to talk about their dreams. And uh, 
if by talking out your dreams in a group, you can get better understanding of what your dreams mean. And that hook base, like this is really fascinating. So I became more involved in understanding my dreams to the point where uh, this woman who's my mentor, her name is Kelly Sullivan Malden, has a program to learn how to be a dream life coach. I decided to take the program, not so much to become a coach, but just to learn more about dreams and really dive into the subject. It was during the course of taking the, the course that I had a dream to write call the dream that saved my life. The interesting thing about the dream was it wasn't this big elaborate thing. It wasn't more, just an image or something. It wasn't even an image, it was a word. But the word was so interesting because I already knew that it was important to pay attention to my dreams. I really paid attention to it. The word was cut piece. Now, I didn't know what a cut piece was at the time, so I looked it up and I decided to really try to figure out why I had a dream about a cut piece. And cut piece was something that in the Middle Ages they used to uh, men used as a garment to protect their genitals. Sometimes it's made of leather, sometimes it's made of steel, but it was very rugged and rigid. And after a lot of thinking about it and asking myself, what did this really have to do with me? I came to the conclusion that the codpiece for me was the wall I put against between me and the rest of the world. At the time, I was very quiet, very shy. I didn't really spend uh, a lot of time reaching out to people. I was the kind of person who only spoke when I was speaking to, and I'd really put myself into this you know, wall. I realized that if I wanted to change my life and be the person I thought I was, the person who I wanted to be more self-expressive and really put myself out in the world, I had to move beyond the codpiece. Learning that understanding got me on the road to where I am now. I decided to take this course, become a certified dream life coach, because I thought if a dream can have such an impact on me, I have to believe that it can have an impact on others, and I want to show them the power of dreams. I've been doing that ever since. I started this podcast also broaden the awareness of dreams and, and other modalities on how we can become more self-aware because I believe that dreams are the way we can understand ourselves and become self-aware. And that's the key to the beginning of living your dream life and being, you know, a total person you want to be. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. I've never heard of someone who had a dream that was like a word that the word was the thing from the dream the most. So when you dreamt that, I'm so curious, does it was it just like a feeling or or did you hear that word? Did you see it like written somewhere? I think I saw it, which made me pay attention to it. And the interesting thing about it is that after I had kind of come to that conclusion about what it meant to me, the next night I had another dream. And when I had the dream, again, it was just one word, but it just made me laugh because the word was almond. And mm. what is almond, but something that has a, shell around it protecting something very precious inside which was the almond and i thought that really got me thinking i'm on the right track because the almond shell is thinner than a cod piece so i was moving in the right direction yeah oh that's so cool so when you start working with people in their dreams how do you 
help them understand that your dreams are giving you messages. Because I hear a lot of times people have dreams say, oh, that's just a crazy dream. It means nothing. So do your dreams always mean something? Well, dreams are important. And not every dream is going to be a life-changing dream like that. A lot of dreams are just, well, put it to you this way. We all dream. Uh, the only exceptions are there are some medications that, that it ha hamper your REM cycle, so you will not dream, or there are a couple of other conditions where you can't. But the vast majority of people all dream, and we all dream between three to nine dreams a night, depending on our sleep cycle, how long we sleep. And a lot of those dreams are really your brain sorting through the day. It's sort of like a mental filing cabinet. So you have the dream so that you filter out the things that happened in your day that you really don't have to remember, which is why you can't remember what you had for lunch three weeks ago or, or what shirt you wore a month ago, because it's not important. You, know, you don't need to remember those kind of things. So you have dreams that just kind of help filter those things out. And then there are other dreams that you have. Not every dream you have every night is going to be that life-changing or life important, but it may be a reflection on what happened the day before, uh, something that's really been on your mind that you maybe want to be thinking about. There are ways to use your dreams. Once you understand that they're important and that you can gain insights from them, then you get working on it. And you, one thing that everybody should do everybody who wants to remember their dreams, who believes dreams are important, is to keep a dream journal. And that's just something you put by the side of your bed. It could be either a pad and a pen, or if you're electronically inclined, it could be an app where you just press a button and record what your dream is. But that's so important. That's when you know when to look at the dreams that have meaning for you, and then you work on them. And they will give you insights into either a problem you have in your life or maybe a goal that you're trying to get to, or even uh, it, there's so many things you can work for. It can work for creativity. It can work for even people who've used dreams to self-diagnose things that are going on in their body, uh, all kinds of different things. Hmm. Yeah. So that was going to be my next question. How do you recommend people start remembering their dreams? Because not everyone remembers them. So I know that the dream journal is a really great way, but how else can people remember? Okay. Well, I do have a little blog that I wrote on my website, which is dreamcoach.net. And anybody who wants to, you know, have a, like a written documentation of it, they could go to my website and just see it. But there is a, a procedure that helps train your brain to remember dreams mm -hmm. starting off with what you do before you go to bed first off you want to make sure that your bedroom is like a sacred space for dreaming which means that it's neat you don't have the clothes from the day before lying on the floor uh you don't have your night table stacked up with books or other kinds of things your, your bedroom is a very neat contained place kind of like function can't say it right, feng shui in your bedroom. So it's very peaceful place. Uh, buy the best linens you can afford. So you're you're telling yourself this is an important place. It's subtle, but it actually works. Uh, do other things before you go to bed. Uh, don't eat or drink anything for at least three to four hours before you go to bed. 
no intoxicants of any kind for hours before you go to bed. Uh, you don't want, don't have anything impeding your brain from uh, remembering your dreams. Uh, no blue light devices, which would be like a computer or a phone or a TV, any, any kind of electronic equipment near your room when you go to sleep. If you have a TV in your room, find a way to cover it, hide your phone. Don't have those around because it does affect the energy around you. Uh, aromatherapy is important too. Uh, you know, spray your room with a, a scent that you really like. You know, a lot of people like lavender. They say that's a very good scent for sleeping. Uh, there are some supplements like uh, vitamin B6. Uh, I'm not a doctor, so we don't recommend taking supplements without talking it over with you know professional. But there are some supplements that help you also enhance your dreaming mind. And then right before you go to bed, if you're not in the practice of dreaming, tell yourself, tonight I'm going to remember a dream. And once you get very proficient in that, you can go a step further and actually program yourself to dream about a specific thing or a specific question that you want answered. That's a little bit down the line. If you're first starting out, just train your brain. I'm going to remember a dream tonight. And then if you have a dream, the next step is because dreams lie in that veiled space between our very short-term memory and our awake memory. If you don't say it to yourself several times while keeping your body still, it might just flow out of your consciousness. Hmm. When you have that dream, you're just starting to wake up, stay still, repeat the dream several times over and over and over until so you think you have heard of it. Then go to your dream journal, write it down and record it. What you'll find is in the morning when you get up and you look at the journal, even if you just wrote a couple of things down, the process of reading it will also trick your brain into remembering more details. And the more you do this, the more you get into the habit, the more you'll remember. Love it. Yes. I think um, I love the, the tip of making your room a sanctuary because there is research that shows that you sleep better when you're in a clean, serene room. So that makes sense that you're able to relax and feel more safe when you're in, a, in a, a clean, serene room, which then helps you to go deeper into your subconscious and your dreams, right? Um, That's so, so true. And you were talking so much about the importance of sleep. Well, yeah. you do not dream if you do not have a good sleep cycle. Because uh, without getting too wonky about where we dream, uh, you know, we have most of our dreams in the REM cycle. There are some, some you have you know, that are not in that cycle, but most of the dreams you have in your REM cycle. If you don't have that good sleep pattern, you won't go through the REM cycle and you won't dream. Right, right. So you have to have good sleep before you can access these dreams. <laughs> so in the morning, when you um, remember your dreams, then how do you begin to decipher them? Like if they're good or even if they're a bad one where you're like, ooh, I had this nightmare. Like how can you start to uncover what they're trying to tell you? Okay. Well, all dreams are different. Some dreams need no explanation. You know, if you have a dream where you're lying on the beach and you're basking in the sun and you wake up and you feel really happy about it, 
there's nothing to interpret or analyze about it. It's just enjoy the feeling, you know, it's the, but your mind is telling you, you know, enjoy life. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> that there's really nothing more involved in that. Where the dreams get more complicated is when uh, they have different images come up or different symbols come up because we don't dream in English. We dream in symbols and you know, a lot of things like if you dream about a, a purple dinosaur, uh, climbing up a red tree, you know, what does that mean? Then you get into trying to figure that out and how it relates to you. Uh, there are many different ways to go through trying to understand dreams. Uh, and again, it depends on the dream and it's evolving. I always start with um, the emotion of the dream. You know, how do you feel about the dream? And how are you feeling inside the dream? Because mm -hmm. those are both important. Because uh, you can have a dream about, you know, that that uh, animal. I could have a dream about an animal, and it, and it could be the same exact dream, the same exact action, but it could mean two entirely different things to us because the dreams are of that person. It's how what it means to you is the most important thing. So I would write down a list of all the symbols in the dream, and ask yourself, what is this? simple dream mean to me and overall how does the action what's happening in the dream how does the emotions relate to what's going on in my life because most of the time it will relate back to something going on in your life and once you have that figured out then the next and very most important step to take is to take action on the dream. because otherwise it's just an interesting story and nothing will ever happen with it. It's the action what actually causes the change or you know, the thing that you want to happen. Like what you did exactly. with your dream. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. And uh, the other thing is that when we dream, so there are other different ways to look at dreams. Sometimes if there's an image that's really fascinating you but you really can't figure out what it is you can have a dialogue with this symbol literally pretend that you're on a stage and you've got two stools you're sitting in one stool and the symbol is the other stool and you can ask the symbol why are you here what are you trying to tell me and it seems like it's not going to work but when you're actually doing it it does work and very interesting things can happen as a result of it uh, there are other things if you're in a dream circle, like I said, I was, that's another place to get insight where you might not get it otherwise. Uh, I always like to say that it's up to you, the dreamer, to really figure out what the dream means to you. But if you hear other people talking about it, in fact, one of the expressions we use in a situation like that is, if I was trying to help you understand your dream, I would preface it with, the comment, if it were my dream, because mm -hmm. my opinion of yours, you may totally discount it. You may say, oh, that's interesting. Or you may say this totally relates to what I'm doing, it, but you're the one who ultimately is the one who decides whether that makes sense. But when you're hearing from a lot of different people, it helps promote your own creativity and your own interpretations because that will spark something in you and saying, oh, you said something interesting. 
I don't quite agree with it, but you just reminded me of something else and you get that dialogue. So that's another way. Yes. So what about uh, like common dreams? So dreams that a lot of people tend to have, like your teeth falling out. Okay. Well, again, it's personal to you, but most of the time when you have teeth falling out, it relates to some degree about communication, whether your teeth are falling out because you're saying too much to somebody or you're saying things that don't make sense to other people or you're not really uh, paying attention to what you're saying and realizing the impact it has on other people. It, again, it's very specific to the dream, but generally relates to a communication issue that you're having mm. or somebody else is having that effect on you where you're feeling that the other person is, you know, not communicating well with you. Yeah. What about, let me ask you another one, the flying dream. That one's really common too. Oh, flying dreams are like the best dreams you could have because <laughs> that's a dream that, again, you know, just in general terms, you're loving life, you're feeling free, you're feeling like you're in control, you can go anywhere you want to go. And, uh, you know, that's a wonderful feeling to have. Oh, that's good. Because I've been having this same dream of me flying for years. And like, it always starts off the same where I'm flying on earth. And then I somehow able to just go to literally other planets. And it's the coolest, but weirdest dream. And I recently, it's funny that um, you're on this episode right now at this time, because just recently, like a few weeks ago, I was telling my husband about it for the first time. And I've been having this for years and years, but for some reason, um, it's been coming up more regularly recently. And so uh, you've inspired me since we scheduled this um, this interview together to really start diving deeper into that. Like, okay, what's this really trying to tell me here because I keep having it so often. Um, so how would you uh, recommend that we work on interpreting them? So it's asking those questions. Do you recommend uh, like journaling and writing it down after you've written down like the dream itself? How can we process it? Oh, absolutely. Journal it and just write as much about it as you can. Uh, and even if, if just write, even if some of the writing may not, not make sense when you're writing it, just write down every single thought you could think about it. And then maybe put it aside for a day and then go back and look at it. Because then that will spark more uh, insights into mm. it. Uh, another thing you could do with dreams, which I don't do because I don't consider myself an artist, but people who like to draw will draw out their dreams. Mm -hmm. And by having that visual reference of seeing how the dream is and looking at it. It's almost like, you know, visually looking at a puzzle and figuring it out that way. Yeah. I love that. Um, so how would, how, how do our dreams help us to regain uh, our confidence or understand ourselves better to feel more confident? Okay. Well, when we have dreams, they are giving us insights into ourselves, And very often it will reveal some kind of self-limiting belief that we have. And so that's when I work with people, I use the dreams more like I mean, as a diagnostic tool. 
to get to that point. You know, where is it where you're feeling stuck? You know, what is not working for you? Once you get to that point, then, you know, there are other, you know, coaching techniques that really help us get to the bottom of, you know, why you got that to that point and then how you can grow beyond it and get rid of it. Uh, and sometimes the dream will give you the answer, but more often than not, at least it will give you, you know, the, you know, the diagnosis of what it is that is keeping you from your full potential, what you want. Mm, wow. Yes. So it, it shows you the limitations that you are experiencing in your life that's holding you back from living your dream life, essentially. Um, so it's giving you clues of what you can work on to uncover your next yes. move. Yes. I mean, it, it's a process. And mm -hmm. a lot of times if you look at a pattern of dreams that you have, that's also a way of seeing more of where it is you're feeling, you know, that the issues that are, you, know, you discover what's not working for you. Yes. So when someone works with you um, for interpreting their dreams, is it like a single session that they say, Debbie, this is my dream. Help me interpret it. Or how do they work? Well, I offer single sessions, but it's not really, that's really just if you are stuck on a, a particular dream and just want to know what it means. But if you're more into wanting to understand yourself better, understand what limitations are holding you back and how to get beyond that, then there are programs that I have that are, you know, three, there's a three month and a six month program where we really dive into getting all of those issues. And, and it, you know, it gets involved because I, I, you know, start off with a, you know, an intake form to really understand those areas where you might feel stuck, whether you're remembering them through your dreams or not, it's another way just to, to get a, a starting point, you know, and from that we work on all different ways to get down to the bottom of, you know, the issues that are keeping you stuck and then uh, have some exercises to get you to get beyond those places get the answers that you're looking for. Mm, yeah, I love that. So it's like coaching to help you um, improve your life. And then you do that through the interpretation and understanding of your dreams. Right. That's where, and, that's where the, the dream life comes in. It's ah, not just the dream. It's understanding how to how it affects your life and how to move on to grow and find your passion and your purpose if that's what you're looking for. Yeah, I love that. And that's such a, a really powerful way to create lasting transformation and in, in interpreting your subconscious through your dreams because we've talked about this before in the show, but your your beliefs, what you think, um, dictates in your actions. And so if we want to show up differently, then we want to uncover our belief system. And a lot of our belief system are um, run on autopilot. We're not even like conscious of those things that we believe. And so I love this work of diving deeper into your subconscious and your psyche through your dreams, because that can help you interpret, interpret what these belief systems or limiting belief systems that are running the show for you, that you can then begin to work with and change and, um, know thyself better, uh, which therefore, improves your your confidence on so many levels to create your dream life. So I think that's awesome. 
Yeah, I mean, I like to say that we, most people sleepwalk through life, but if uh, they pay attention to their dreams and wake up to their dreams, they're going to find out what they've been missing and, and get to that point where they can just grow into the people they want to be. Yes, it's it's really bringing mindfulness into every area of your of your life, including when you're sleeping. It's not just being mindful when you're awake, but also bringing that to your dreams, which is something we talk a lot about mindfulness on here. But I love that we're bringing that into not sleepwalking through your life either, of um, into your sleep as well. So Debbie, one question that I love to ask all of our guests on the show is the name of the uh, the podcast itself. How do you personally unlock your own well-being? How do I lock my own well-being? Well, How do I you? Pay, yeah, I pay attention to my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you still wake up every day and say, what was I dreaming? What's it trying to tell me? Yes. And, and again, not every day is a day where you're going to have a dream that's going to really be a, a life-changing dream that's going to affect something. It could just be very mundane. But dreams, you know... A lot of the way that I've been using dreams lately is uh, creatively. Uh, I'm a writer and uh, there are so many examples, you know, throughout history of people using their dreams as the creative spark to, you know, whatever project they've done, books, uh, songs, plays, movies, whatever it is. You know, there's so many that have come from dreams. So with those, are you saying, would you recommend um, setting the intention of like what you want to dream to help you through creativity? Well, when I'm like, if I'm working on a project or I'm stuck on a project, like I want to write something, I'm not exactly sure what it is, or I know what I want to write, but um, it's not flowing the way I want to. I will set an intention. Uh, You know, it's a process called dream incubation where I literally will write down the question, a very short question that relates to what it is that I want. You know, like, how do I start this paragraph to make it more impactful? Or, you know, what is the theme I want to get across? Or whatever it may be, you know, at any particular time. Literally write it down, put that little piece of paper under my pillow. Before I go to bed, ask myself that question. And more often than not, I will have a dream that will give me some insight into that. Sometimes I'll actually get the actual words. Sometimes it's more about, you know, a more general thing that will spark me to come up with words the next day. Every day is different. Wow. I'm totally going to try that. (laughs) I love it. I was actually just speaking with somebody on my podcast who's a poet who uses the process, and she doesn't always incubate. Sometimes it's just she'll have a dream and it will inspire her, but not something that she specifically planned. Mm. Yes. Yes. Oh, this is awesome. Very, very cool. Uh, Debbie, what else would you want our listeners to know about dreams? Like what is the last thing that you would like them to leave before we share all of the information about you, where they can learn more about you? Well, you know, one of the things that, have really been my guiding philosophy is a quote from one of the great dreamers of the late 20th century, early 21st century, uh, Jeremy Taylor, who said that all dreams reflect our inner creativity and our ability to solve life's problems. 
And I really believe that, that if we pay attention to our dreams, really pay attention to them, we will find the answers to everything that is bothering us. Wow. Very inspiring. I love that so much. Debbie, where can we learn more about you and connect with you? I know you have so many books, you have shows, podcasts, tell us all of the things. Okay. Well, my website is thedreamcoach.net. And in fact, I recently had a dream that sort of told me that I really need to revamp my website. So I'm in the process of doing that, but there's a lot of information there that's, that's still there, but I'm going to be making it a bit more organized than it is now, but there's a lot of information there. Uh, and uh, on the website, I have a free download of the first book I wrote after I became a dream life coach was called 101 Dream Dates. It's free to anyone who wants to download it. It's got wonderful advice on how to use your daytime dreams. You don't have to be a dreamer to be able to get something out of it. Uh, they'll really help you. Uh, I have a podcast uh, that you have been a guest on called Dream Power Radio. Uh, just Google Dream Power Radio to find it. It's available wherever you get podcasts. And uh, you can reach me. My email is debbie at thedreamcoach.net. I encourage anybody who has questions about dreams, just give me, send me an email. I'd be happy to answer it. Awesome. And to make it easier for our listeners, we'll have all of the links in the show notes. So you can check out Debbie's website now and when she revamps it, it'll be there. Um, and then we'll also have the your podcast link in there for you too, and your email and social, social media. Where are you active? Okay. Well, I've got a uh, page on Facebook called Dream with Debbie. On Instagram, I'm at the dream coach. Yeah, the dream coach. Uh, I'm also on LinkedIn and Twitter. You can find me there also. Great. Very good. Thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your your dream wisdom with us. I know I'm leaving inspired, so I'm sure all of our listeners will as well. Thank you so much for being here, Debbie. Oh, thank you for having me. Very much appreciate it.